Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your two-time PACE award-winning hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson and third best employee appreciation banquet MC, Chris Gouts. Chris, congratulations, man. You uh, did a pretty good job hosting uh, the employee appreciation banquet last week. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't believe you, but I appreciate it nonetheless. You don't believe that you're the third best? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's third or worse, yeah. Well, you're right behind um, a couple people that I won't mention, namely myself, number one. Yeah, yourself, Noah, Russ. Russ, Kyle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're fifth then, all right. <laughs> I'll take um, fifth. You do. You look less stressed right now. I'm so much less you're, stressed. Like, you like a huge weight got lifted off your shoulders. I, I mean, the day of, I could barely talk to you. You were so stressed out, man. You were. I was cool as cucumber. Wound all mm. tight, man. Um, but you did. You, honestly, all kidding aside, you did a great job. Um, your jokes were actually funny this time. Uh, I don't know why you can't do that on the podcast. You were pretty. You were actually pretty funny that night. You know, you gave it. Uh, you gave some jokes to Deputy Director Marlin, Deputy Director McKee, um, Noah, and myself. Unfortunately, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> Noah got hit pretty hard. Noah got hit pretty hard. You're right. <laughs> and, I, and I forgot to say that. To Noah and his staff, his new staff who were there watching their yeah, he's get Hillary, though, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that we kid because we love, and Noah we definitely love. So he got he got burned a little bit. He did. He got burnt, uh, scorched. I would say but, uh, <laughs> it was yeah, all in good fun. You didn't you didn't <laughs> give uh, much much burn to uh, Deputy Director Sherry or the director though. Well, that's true. That's true. And that's for very smart reasons. Yeah, it's very very smart because one's your boss and one has all all the money. Well, yeah, so. yeah. It's just like. Why I don't make fun of my wife? <laughs> good call, Mr. Gauss. Very good call. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the banquet was great. I mean, it was a, it was a wonderful night. The director um, got up and gave a uh, wonderful speech about everything going on in the department and thanking people for what they do. We had a special guest, Chris. You want, you want to talk about our special guest that night? Yeah, the governor came. This is the second time that Governor Snyder has come to the banquet. That was very cool to have him there. Uh, a lot of the staff got to see him and uh, hang out with him and get pictures and selfies uh, with, with the, uh, the director. I saw him talking with some of the award winners, and he was there with uh, Officer Ray, the uh, Officer of the Year. Uh, I believe he was taking pictures with uh, with her kids and, and the family there that was there. So that was really neat to see and taking time. And we're actually trying to you know get the dinner moving along and get uh, uh, get everything going with his speech. And his staff was wanting to get the speech going, but he was still taking time and, and meeting with uh, the families and everything. So it was really cool. He he really appreciated being there. And he had just come back from a trip out in California. He had just gotten in that morning and uh, had to, came from another event. So he was on the go all day long. And so, but we really appreciate that he took the time. It means a lot, I think, to our staff to see that the governor will take time out of his day to come and thank us and, and thank our staff uh, for a job that often doesn't get much thanks or appreciation, which is the whole point um, of the event itself. And so we're also glad that MCO was there and was a big part of it. Uh, that, that was really great uh, to see. So overall, it was a really great night. We have so many amazing staff that got really great honors, and it was just great to see all of them and their family members and to meet some of their spouses and their kids and we always talk about work-life balance, and I was glad that there were a lot of kids there this year. And like I said on the stage, I hope that next year, if you're nominated, that you bring your family and bring your kids too. Um, it was a it was a really great event. Yeah, it was, and I saw some adorable pictures on social media of um, a corrections officer and his daughter, his young daughter, and it was uh, it was touching. It was very 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 cute to see her excited to see her dad doing his thing, doing his work thing at a banquet. So that's a good point to, about, about the work-life balance and the and the kids and your family and and showing um, you know how, how proud they have to be to show off what they do in the awards to their family so 
good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, the governor was there, too. I forgot to you mention that. I even added pressure for you. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, you know, I saw, I saw a poll on, uh, on, I think it was Twitter or Facebook, if they wanted you to come back and host again next year. So I'm not sure how the poll is going to turn out, but there's a chance you're going to have to do this all over again next year, man. Well, let's hope not. I think I think it's good to be one and done. You know, nobody can do it as great as Russ did and <laughs> do do it for a decade in a row. Or I mean, he's been here for a long, 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 long time hey, in this hey, department. Hey, easy, easy, and so, you know, I don't know how many years you know somebody can do it in a row. But uh, Russ, for some somebody for some reason, somebody thought that he was doing a good job at it, and he just kept doing it. And I guess nobody else wanted to. That's probably what it was. That's probably what it was. Yeah. And so, you so know, you got the job I, I would be I would be very happy if, uh, like you, to be one and done. Uh, I, yeah. I think it's I think it's good to have somebody else do it. So unless yeah, I I, I was good with that too. I can see I did it. I've done it. I'm not, we're not like Noah who, who um, every <laughs> if day, Noah wanted to do it again, day. I think that's fine. He could be on the he can be on the rotation. That's fine. That's right. Well, uh, you know, on, on the last podcast, Chris, we talked about. Uh, I think it was the last podcast. We talked about Memorial Day coming up, right? What's in May? You said your anniversary. I said no. Um, it's Memorial Day, and it's an important it's an important day um, for everybody. Um, but you know, it's it's especially important for those who have who have family members or friends who have served, and it's it's a great day to to show them how much you care, to show to show people how much you thought of them. And we want to do the same thing, right? So, what what should staff do uh, so they can get some? Some shout outs to some important special people that uh, they may have known or family members um, who have served and in, in, in lost their life. In, in yeah, so if anybody has uh, somebody like that that they'd like to recognize for Memorial Day, um, they can either write out in an email um, who that person is and why they're important and what their relation is to you. And, uh, you know, one of us goofballs will, will read that uh, for the, for that podcast for Memorial Day. But it would be better if you were to take out your iPhone and, and do it yourself. And I think it would be it, it'd be much more heartfelt. But I know some people don't feel comfortable or don't like hearing their own voice, you know, like Greg and I, um, <laughs> because we sound weird. But if, if you want to do it uh, yourself, we would really appreciate that. You send, you know, record the file. It doesn't have to be long, um, but send it to askmdoc at michigan.gov, and uh, our wonderful producer will uh, put that all together, and uh, we'll have that for our Memorial Day episode. We've only got one in so far, so we want to make sure that everybody out there, send them in. You know, your your grandpa, your great uncle, your great aunt, whoever it might be that had uh, lost their life, uh, and if it's part of Memorial Day that is, is a remembrance, uh, send those in. We want to make time to do that. That's right. Um, if you don't know how to record that on your phone, Ask um, a millennial. Just ask the closest millennial. That's that's exactly right. Uh, it's it's not hard at all. Um, don't be don't be afraid to to try. If you listen to this crazy. podcast, you're already one step ahead. So that's true. It's, that's not too far far away from the on the phone. That's a great point. So you know what, Chris? It uh, for the next few episodes, we're going to have on um, some some important people. Um, well, the next few next few episodes, next month or so, we're going to get on some of the award winners from the banquet. And today is uh, no different. We're going to start this off with the 2018. Candace Dunn, Parole Probation Agent of the Year, right now, Tony Cooklin. Well, Chris, this is this is a very big day for me, being an FOA employee. You know, we just wrapped up the Employee Appreciation Banquet. You know, we talked about it at the, at the top uh, that you hosted. You know, you, you did you did uh, a Mar- marginally okay, o- marginally yeah. okay. Yeah, you were you were uh, slightly better than Noah, so I'll give you credit for that. But uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, we have we have an awesome guest on today, and that awesome guest is uh, the 2018 Candace Dunn. Agent of the Year in FOA, and I'm excited to have on uh, Tony Cooklin, who gave a awesome speech at the at the banquet. So, Tony, welcome to Field Days. We really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for having me. You are the 2018 Agent of the Year, the Candace, the first year that we uh, you know we named the the award Candace Dunn after we tragically lost her last year 
um, after the banquet. So, I mean, you're the first recipient of the Candace Dunn Agent of the Year Award. What what uh, what does that mean to you? Some pretty big shoes to fill. I, I heard Candace's application for the award last year, and uh, it seemed like it went on forever, so I know that I have some, some things to do yet in, in my time with the department. Well, But I, it's, it's still very overwhelming. Which is good, but I, hey, let me, I got, I mean, I can tell you that your application wasn't too shabby. I mean, Chris, you were there and heard um, when, when we all went to Tuscola and announced that Tony was the winner. I mean, you heard application. It's pretty impressive, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you, you had a long list of accomplishments, but uh, maybe we should go over yours because you know we don't want to give you short shrift. Um, maybe can you go? Can you go back and just kind of give us your bio in the department and just kind of tell us uh, where where you started from and, and, and where you're where you're at now? Uh, so I was part of the Doris Taylor class of 2000, and from there I went to Saginaw Correctional Facility. I loved it there. I still miss a lot of the people there. I consider a lot of them family. And after eight years, I was actually uh, awarded a position, a probation pro position at Tuscola County. I worked in Tuscola County. This is my 10th year there. I like it there. The court, the staff there, the judges, I don't think I've had any issues with anyone. They're all easy to work with. And uh, and for those who weren't uh, at the at the banquet uh, last week, why don't you uh, tell them what what's uh, special and unique about uh, your academy class uh, that that came that, that was part of the of the banquet and the other award winner? Yeah, so I think Miss Ray, her announcement came out maybe a month before or weeks before I learned that I was agent of the year. Miss Ray and I were actually in the same Doris Taylor class of 2000, so that was pretty exciting to share that with her. I wonder if that was planned. Do you think it was planned? <laughs> it, wasn't, it was not planned, but that's pretty cool, though, for, for all of our new... We've got a lot of new officers, a lot of new agents all around the state, and so to think the fact that, you know, you know, 10, 15 years from now, somebody in your class, you could be partnered up, and, and you could be agent of the year and officer of the year if you were to, if they moved over to FOA or they moved to CFA. That's pretty cool. No, that, that, is, that is very cool. So, very cool. Tony, I, I know uh, Supervisor Walker um, sent in, you know, uh, your application or, or, or your nomination for agent of the year um, but can you talk about some of the things that that you are involved in and um you know you, you do your job and you do your job super super well i know that um <laughs> but what, you, you do so much extra you know you take on so much extra um responsibility and duties with i know with interns and with carry guys can you talk about some of the stuff that you're doing um in addition to your job so in addition to my job i am the intern coordinator for region six uh, that became official i think about two years ago uh, when we started doing everything through NeoGov. So that has been a, a learning process, and I enjoy doing that, going through the applications, seeing what their qualifications are, doing the interviews, um, and then working that, working with them when they come to our office or um, sending them over to the other offices to see how they do. I really enjoy the intern coordinating. Uh, I'm also involved with the Gum Regional Sobriety Corps, so I've been doing that since... 2014, I believe. Working with Sobriety Court has opened up a bunch of other uh, doors for training and contacts, and I really, I really enjoy that because I've been able to go to trainings outside of the department, what we offer, um, and just gather some additional knowledge about supervision or law enforcement and all these other subjects that being in probation and parole that we would cover or come into contact with. So, so let's get, let's get to the banquet. Let's let's talk about. The, the night um, last week where, uh, you know, everybody was, the, the awards banquet where everybody gets to be recognized for some great work that goes on in CFA, FOA, BOA, across the whole department. Um, but for me specifically, I, 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 you know, I have a special interest in my heart for FOA. Uh, so it was, it was great. It was great to see all of the FOA people there. 
Um, but let's talk about what, what did you think? So when you walked in there, have you ever been to a banquet before? An, an employee appreciation no, banquet? No. So what did you think when you walked in? Uh, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> That's the same thing I said. <laughs> I was going to say. There's a lot of people here. <laughs> it was the biggest Everyone's ever. Everyone was dressed nice, and, um, and I did enjoy seeing the people, or the officers, I should say people, the officers in black and gray. I wore black and gray for a number of years. Missed it. You don't have to pick out anything to wear in the morning. <laughs> right. But it was nice to see the, the officers and see some of the people that I've already worked with or that I've already met and, you know, shake hands and hugs and kissing babies, but not really. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's, it, you're right, though. It's a, it's a huge event, and it's super important. I mean... Um, you know, we talk about Chris and I joke about the employee appreciation banquet this year because obviously he hosted, um, <laughs> but it's a huge deal. I mean, this is a very important thing that you know people do get dressed up. And the, the governor was there, the, the director yeah. you know, talks, and it's this is a very important event. So, um, so who, so I'm, I'm glad that you know you, you felt that because it is it's important um, because of the people who are there, and yeah. So who came to support you? I know you you had like what ten tables of just your your supporters there. I think. <laughs> I tried to get more people to come. Uh, so my husband was there. Yeah. CRU investigator Steve Copeland. And we sat with uh, Lieutenant Charles Lovins and Tom Johnson, who was uh, a nominee for Officer of the Year. Yes, ARU was well represented and, there. Yes, I love ARU. Uh, and then my former office partner, Misty Shepard, she was there with me. He had worked into school for a couple of years. She came over from the Department of Health and Human Services. That's hard for me to say. Yes. Uh, she was there into school for a couple of years, but she has been doing like the whole collaborative case management and motivational interviewing before she come to the Department of Corrections. So she was training me on communication before she left. Nice. So. Nice. So you, 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 had, you had a lot of support. I did notice that I saw RM Musser there. You know, there, there was a, there was a lot of people there. So, so let's get into your speech. Your speech was um, it was amazing. I mean, you were you were emotional. You you spoke from the heart. It was very uh, no. I mean, it was very cool to, to listen to it because it, I mean, you care. It, it's very apparent that you care about this job and helping people. Um, and you know, I think a major theme was of your speech was hope, right? And and I know you mentioned in your speech that you asked um, quite a few of your um, offenders on report day what hope meant to them. And that was and that was very uh, was very cool that you did that. Why why did you do that? Why why hope? I think in the speech too, I maybe mentioned that we work in an environment that sometimes appear hopeless, but maybe asking somebody uh, what that means gives them hope. So maybe just evoking that thought in them is like Tony cares, and I do. I'm sorry, I'm crying again. No, it's it's very apparent that you care, and it's. Uh, and it just shows, I think, why you are the agent of the year because you 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 have this you know raw emotion to to make a difference and to help people. So yeah. Uh, so maybe why don't we uh, why don't we take a listen to her speech where she talks about what some of those uh, offenders said or the, the folks that she asked them what they uh, what their what their answers were. Why don't we take a listen to that now? Webster's dictionary defines hope as to cherish and desire for the anticipation and to want something to happen. In preparation for this speech, I asked a handful of individuals from my caseload to define what hope was for them and what it does for them. Hope is a good thing. Hope is having faith. Hope is preparing for the best and looking at the positive. 
Hope is knowing that things will be okay no matter what. Hope gives us good feelings. Hope helps us hurdle mountains. And hope is realizing that everything happens for a reason. My hope is that we look among ourselves and see the potential that we have to positively impact each other. Cesar Chavez, speaking about the organized protest, said, I know it doesn't take everybody in the world to get things done. It takes a few, and those few are there. Okay, see, so, I mean, that shows, uh, you just listened to a, a, a brief snippet of Tony's speech that night. Um, you know, it, 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 was, uh, it was very, very um, fun to, to, to watch you, um, you know, get emotional, and because, because it does mean something to you. So, so let's get into it. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was a, a very good speech. Talk more about uh, kind of some themes of your speech and why you, ch and why you chose to, to talk about what you did. I mean, it was a very positive speech. You, you, you talked about positivity and, um, you know, really, really caring. So let, let's, let's get into it. I think it's like a chain reaction. So if I'm hopeful that somebody can be successful, someone else sees that, hey, Tony's seeing positive changes in her offenders or, you know, people who work with me know that I'm kind of mm, bubbly. I'm not always crying. Sometimes I'm laughing. But <laughs> <laughs> so people know that about me. I don't take things too seriously. Yeah. Um, and the things that are important, I do take seriously. And that's, you know, affecting someone else. If you don't care about people, they're not going to change. And we can pound rules and policy and regulations or special conditions or whatever we want to and people and keep throwing that information at someone. But if we don't care, or if we don't get them to care, then we're just wasting our time. Right. And nothing changes. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Does that make sense? I love that. Yeah, no, and I, and I love the, the whole ripple effect um, thing you just said, because you're right. I mean, you can't, uh, you can't make people change, right? I mean, it might by, by just, directing them and telling them what they should be doing because if that worked then you know nobody you know, nobody would fail <laughs> so right. I, I think you're absolutely right and into and, and into and other you know agents who um, you know may not buy into that by that theory of you know tell them what to do and they'll do it um, you're, you're you're leading the way because you're modeling that behavior and, and people can see the difference that you're making and the ripple effect that you're having not only on offenders but our staff is is ginormous and I, and I think that's awesome you said that um, you know, again, I go, it goes back to, Chris, this is why she's agent of the year, <laughs> right? Yeah, because not only that and how much she cares, but also how much, you know, Tony, I know how much you volunteer for you know, pretty much any training that comes up. You know, when we were trying to surprise you in your office to, to tell you that you'd won the award, it took a while, a lot of coordinating because you were constantly on the road uh, learning how to do other cool things. When so. you say surprise, I think it was more freaked out. I wasn't really <laughs> yeah. <I> was freaked. <laughs> <laughs> and she was the one who greeted us at the door, too. She was. She was. And she still had no idea why we were there. Well, you know, it was, no. it, it was impossible to get the I, schedule. I had an idea, but it wasn't the idea that you guys were all thinking of, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to get this podcast scheduled, it was an act of God because uh, your schedule is so busy. Uh, you you do you do so much. Well, yeah, you know, even the day after the 
uh, awards banquet, I emailed her and I said, "Hey, we've got some reporters that would like to talk to you." And she said, "Well, that'd be that's great, but I've got offender. I've got people coming in my office all day long that re they're re reporting in today." And so, you know, she was, you know, a big gala event. Yeah. The very next day, she was back in her office meeting with offenders all day long. That's a real testament to, you know, how good of an agent she is, and just you. It's a great award, but then she's right back into it and doing her thing. So, so what is it about this job, Tony, that, that makes you want to take on all this extra, you know, the, the trainings, the, the motivation interviewing trainings, the carry guides to help people, the interns to try to, you know, foster future agents to come to the Department of Correction? What, what, what is it about this job or what is it about you um, that makes you want to do all this? Knowledge is power. And some of that is selfish. You know, I don't know if I can say that. So if I know something, you know, I can share that information. And uh, like I said, learning the different uh, subjects that we might run into. So, you know, the different drugs that are out there, the different trends that are out there right now. Um, interviewing. So the Department of Corrections is not going to offer me read. And I don't know if it's an interviewing or read interrogation or whatever. Um, there are some other trainings that, you know, the department would not offer. If it's free and I have the annual time, and I do because I have, like, 18 years in with the department, I'm going to use my time to get whatever information that I'm going to be able to use for my, for my own job, but then also any information that I could share to or with my offenders. I mean, knowledge is power. If they don't know something's going on or something's available to them and I can share that with them, that might, you know, again, give them some hope, like, I can do this. Or there's these services out here or these programs available for me to get some additional training or additional education or some additional um, medical assistance. There's so much out there. I don't know that we have even touched the surface of it. Right. So well, I, I think it's a little bit selfish on my part. I like to know things and then also want to be able to help someone else. I like how she considers herself selfish because she's using her own personal time yeah. to learn more things about the department that's like the opposite of selfish. I was just going to say that too. I was gonna say that's, that's actually the opposite of selfish. Yeah, you are using your own time and uh, travel and everything else to, to better yourself, which in turn betters your offenders and those around you. So that's very cool. Yeah, I mean, Deputy Director Marilyn all, this, all the time when he goes to new agents' train, uh, schools and talks with them, he always says, be a change agent. And, I mean, this is exactly, uh, Tony, you're, I mean, you're exactly that. You're, you're making an impact on so many people, mm -hmm. not, again, not just offenders, but your coworkers, um, this podcast, the people listen to this stuff. So, uh, you know, we can't thank you enough for what you do on a daily basis and the effect that you're having um, what you do matters, and it's very apparent that uh, you are you are having an impact. So, thank you, Tony. Congratulations mm -hmm. on this awesome award that you won. Uh, you know, for the for the next year, you are the agent of the year. So enjoy it, <laughs> have fun with it, uh, and thanks for coming on Field Days and, and kind of talking about your experience. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me again. All right, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have 
to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.